Hey, what's going on? Welcome to Built for the Palms podcast. This is Joe Roscoe, co-host of BFTP podcast. If you've been following along, thank you. Please rate, subscribe, leave a comment if you haven't already. It'd be greatly appreciated. If you haven't tried out Built for the Palms yet, or you're like, "Mm, like the podcast, but really don't know what this is all about, Built for the Palms is your one-stop shop for all things fitness training to train like a pro cheerleader. So if you are trying to break into the pro cheer space or you you were at one point or you just like the idea of training like a cheerleader, we have come up with a premier program that is specifically catered to upping the fitness level of cheerleaders aspiring cheerleaders or once again fans of the cheerleading sport profession if you will so check it out builtforthepalms.com you can subscribe for a dollar today one dollar so hit that up at builtforthepalms.com can't wait for this episode um super excited to always be a part of bftp uh so glad to have um, gotten together with Jenny. Personally, I uh, fitness train uh, NFL players, Broadway performers, uh, New York City Rockettes, pro cheerleaders. And uh, yeah, really excited to join up with Jenny, who is just uh, a really good gal. So we're going to bring her on. Welcome to the podcast, founder of BFTP, co-host Jenny Smith. Hi, Jenny. Hey, Joe, what's up? Oh, you know, just you know, listening to you and our, our guests coming up here, talk about extremely funny things. Can't wait to hear you all just have a good time. But um, yeah, I'm let's let's get to it. You want to you want to just bring on our guest here? I can't wait. Yeah, I am really looking forward to this one. Um, Lauren is not only a good friend of mine, but y'all will hear more about our both of our stories and how our our kind of journey to becoming NFL cheerleaders and our stories kind of collide. It's really interesting. Um, I'm super excited to share that with you. And she has just so much knowledge and so much so much tips and wisdom for everyone out there. So um, yeah, super excited to have Lauren Leonard on the show. Hi, Lauren. <laughs> Hi, you guys. <laughs> so good to have you. Welcome to I'm the podcast. So to be here. Thank you so much for having me. This is so exciting. All right, Jenny, take the steering wheel and let's drive this thing. I'll take it away. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I, Lauren literally lives right across the street from me. We're together like every day. I can like literally but- <laughs> see your right now. <laughs> but uh, obviously, I know your story and everything about you. But do you want to start by just sharing kind of? an overview of your past and your journey to becoming an NFL cheerleader, both dolphins and Cowboys, just kind of a broad overview. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. So um, I am a nurse. That's kind of where all of this started. I'm a nurse graduated in 2013. I work in the ER right now. I absolutely love it. Um, And my journey started, um, in 2013, I had uh, been a nurse for several months and uh, came across the opportunity, was told by a friend, um, kind of about cheering. I'm from Detroit. We didn't have cheerleaders growing up. They do now, now that I'm gone. But uh, growing up, I, I knew nothing about the cheer world. I knew nothing about the NFL. I, 
I just didn't know. I grew up dancing, uh, competed pretty much my whole life. And then when I went to college, I went to nursing school and just focused on that. So after I became a nurse, I just really missed dancing and, and had uh, met somebody who was um, on the team. And she said, come and give it a try. So I did. I fell in love with it. I was a little rusty in the beginning, but we, you know, got back into it slowly but surely. Went to the prep classes. I auditioned and I cheered two seasons for the Miami Dolphins. And I had the time of my life. And then... Um, Retired after two seasons thinking that I was going to kind of focus on my nursing career. And I wasn't uh, out very long when I realized just how much I missed it. And so I decided to kind of put the two together. And I took a travel nursing position as well as um, decided to audition for the Dallas Cowboys. So uh, moved to Dallas. Six months spent prepping as well as, um, you know, doing the travel nursing thing. I auditioned here two seasons for the Cowboys and then I moved back to Florida to get married. So I um, spent four years total in the NFL, two with Dolphins, two with Cowboys, and it was the best, the best four years of my life. My husband's in the <laughs> other room. <laughs> and, until now, babe. Until now. <laughs> until the last year of marriage. Yes, this has oh, really been right. the best year. <laughs> No, that's, that's so amazing. And you, just to point out, you worked the whole time as a nurse while you yeah, cheered, the only, right? The only break I took was during training camp um, for the Cowboys, which, um, you know, if you've watched a show or anything like that, the, the training for, camp for the Cowboys is you do nothing except eat, like, breathe DCC. Um, so, but as soon as I made the team, it went back, worked in the cath lab, um, in Texas and it was, it was awesome. Yeah. So really took just a, just a brief break. Um, but other than that have been working the whole time and yeah, definitely was able to bring those two passions together and be able to do them at the same time. So it was great. Yeah. Which is super rare. I feel like that's one, like a testament to your hard work, like, holy crap, uh, to be a nurse and an NFL cheerleader at the same time. Like, I don't, I don't know how you did it. Wow. Thank you. But it, you know, it's, it was a blessing that I worked a career that allowed that schedule. You know what I mean? Working That's three. True. So I worked 12 hour shifts and working three days a week made it a lot easier. Um, when I was in Texas, I worked a little bit different schedule, a little bit earlier than the general seven to seven. So it allowed me time to be able to get to practice, um, when I needed to. And, um, and it was great. And then when I worked, uh, when I was on Dolphins, I just worked since we did three days during the week. I just worked the opposite days. So, oh, that yeah, works. My, yeah, totally. So my schedule totally allowed for it. And my my favorite part was bringing those two things together. I keep I keep yeah. saying like being able to bring those two passions, but to be able to help people at the bedside and also dive into the community and the outreach that we do from both teams. You know, you know from the Dolphins. Um, and the stuff that we do outside of cheer. So just being able to bring those two together during this time was like awesome. Yeah. That's so cool. Um, yeah. So for, for everyone else, how Lauren and I met, which I kind of like said this at the beginning, like it's so crazy it's so how funny. paths met, but so I think a lot of y'all already know my story, how I auditioned for Dallas Cowboys multiple times and never made the team. And mm -hmm. I met Lauren when she had already completed 
her two seasons with the Dolphins, and she had just moved to Dallas to train for the Cowboys. And so we both trained together. That's how we met, right? At a dance class. Yeah. Like, yeah. At a prep class or something. Yep. And I'll so we had, it was a Monday night. And yeah, it was class. definitely, I was going to say Stephanie's yeah. class. I remember that. I so like that's where, that girl. She's so sweet. <laughs> so that's where we met and then ended up auditioning. And Lauren made the team and I got cut and I was like, oh, whatever. Um, and I was like, my but, girl. <laughs> but then is when my story kind of flipped and I, I was reached out to by the Dolphins and that opportunity came up. And so Lauren and I literally switched places because she literally moved. Literally switched lives. She <laughs> lived in my house while I was gone. Lauren was a godsend because I up and moved here with like, no plans, nothing, just my car loaded down. And I was like, where, where am I going to stay? Like a hotel, I guess. I don't know. So Lauren still had her condo from when she lived here. Cause she literally just moved to Texas. So I lived at her place for like a month before I could be like, <laughs> we switched lives. get my feet. I used to joke. I was like, I should have kept my house in like, well, I was in Fort Worth, but I should have kept my house there. And then we could yes. just literally like <laughs> lived in each other's places. But yeah, that so crazy perfect. how that happened. And then so so she moved to Texas to do that. We switched places. I made the team for Dolphins. And then Lauren and her and y'all moved back here. Or mm -hmm. I guess David never moved, but you moved back here. And now after all of that, we live uh, right across the street from each other. <laughs> and Jenny thought she was going back to Texas. And I literally <laughs> begged her not to. Hey, Jay, you can't this, leave us. Yeah. And I always and are like besties and it's just, yeah, it's just awesome. Crazy how things work out. Like, gosh, it just blows my mind. I know. I know. So fun. What a fun story. I love our story. We're so cute. And we're so, we're so cute. I love it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. So what I have a question. What was yeah. like the main difference, if any, or similarities, differences, kind of your experience from Cowboys to like comparing Cowboys to Dolphins in terms of like game day, auditions, just kind of everything? Yeah. Um, it's there, it's two totally different worlds. Totally different yeah. worlds. Did I do that? No, I think the screen's just oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, oh gosh, bit. I'm messing it up. Um, yeah, two, it's just two, it's like comparing apples and oranges. It's the same, um, you know, obviously it's the NFL, but it's just two totally, it's just, they, they, you just can't even compare them. They both yeah. have incredible things about them. Um, audition processes are, um, the same structure, Mm -hmm. um, but just different in their own ways. They both have incredible and beautiful and wonderful things about them. Um, the dolphins, I will say I was a little less prepared for because I came into it a little rusty. And so being able to pick it up so fast, I will. Okay. This is, this is a story I never want to admit, but here we go. So here we go. Here we go. <laughs> We're just getting real and raw here. So here we go. So when I was first told about, um, these prep classes, it was by a sweet, sweet girl named Macy who uh, was already on the team. She said, you know, come to the prep class. So I came to the prep class. And um, again, I came from Detroit. We don't have NFL cheerleaders. I know nothing about the NFL cheer world. 
So when I would go to dance practice, I would go with no makeup on and my hair in a bun in a leotard yep. <laughs> with shorts and dress shoes. Right? Like, okay, tell me I'm not crazy. That's how I went to dance class. Yeah. That's not how it works in that NFL cheer world. And I found that out of my first prep class. Showing up to a prep class with a button and no makeup. I'm not joking. I literally walked in and I was like, why what does, you people, why does why every girl look like the most beautiful person I've ever seen in my life? I walked in and I was like, what is this? Uh, I look like what I is this sorcery? Like, what, what is happening? So I, I will, I kid you not, this is literally what I did. I got back in my car. I drove, and you know the stadium. I drove across the street to Walmart and I bought. Well, oh, this is before the piece. class started. Oh, girl, I was already there. I was already there, fully dressed, like walking in, like, all right, I'm a little nervous. I haven't done this in a long time. Walking in, I was like, what? I, it's like walking into your first day of school with no backpack or like with the books. Or I'm, I was like, I'm, I'm in big trouble here. So I, run I can't believe out. I don't know this story. Yes, I can't believe you don't either. Probably Jamie. Okay, Clark so you went over to Walmart. Story. I run out. Like, I hope nobody sees me. And pray to God, no one's going to recognize me in about 20 minutes when I throw on every piece of makeup I can find. I run across, I literally run across to Walmart. I buy them out of every makeup. I'm like in the car, messing. The colors are wrong. My face is orange. My skin is, I've never heard of a spray tan before, apparently. I mean, it was a hot mess, a hot mess. I, I like literally, I don't even know what I looked like. But I put on every piece of makeup I could find. I go over to their, um, fitness section or whatever. I'm trying to find a cute sports bra and shorts. All I can find is the biker shorts, like the long biker shorts. Yeah, yep. So I'm, I literally roll them, right? Like roll them so they're like halfsies. It was, and um, the tights, yeah, I didn't know about, um, you oh, know, like, like the, the, the tights. That would, they, yeah, mm -hmm. I didn't know about those. So I went with hosiery. Oh no. When I, you know, the ones that are like dark halfway down your leg. Yes. And there's like the line. I'm pretty sure I did yeah, that yeah. in my early days too. Yes. So I went with those biker shorts rolled under with a Walmart, not cute sports bra and as much cheap makeup as I could put on my face. And I showed up like, hi, please take me on your team. It was literally by the grace of God that they weren't like get out <laughs> oh my god i was there is... and i tried the girls were so sweet the girls were like was this your first day like, can you tell <laughs> <laughs> is it that obvious <laughs> oh my god wait you must like have, can you, you tell i'm about to practice really early though to have all the time to go over to walmart yes if anybody's watching this 15 minutes early does not mean 15 minutes early. It means like an hour early in case you have a situation like this. Oh, yes. It was traumatizing. But I get there oh and the girls God. were so nice. Like, I came in. I wish I could tell you what kind of shoes they were. But I remember thinking, like, I wasn't going to stay in them. I thought I was going to put on, like, my jazz shoes. Yeah. And I didn't. And I mm -hmm. wore these clunky shoes. Oh, I can't remember what I do with my hair. 
but I know it wasn't I was about to down. say, it was, in a, it, was, it was in a bun to begin with, yeah. Yeah, so it was in a bun, so putting it from a bun to down was just not <laughs> happening. So anyways, I looked a hot mess when I went there my first day. Oh my gosh. This and everybody is so was funny. so nice and so kind. And I just like danced my heart out. And I remember just thinking when I left there, like, what, like, what a special place that must be for girls who know nothing about you to welcome you in and be so kind to tell you what to wear, like offer you their makeup, like help blend in my neck because you know, like this was orange, this was like pale white. I mean, really truly a hot mess. And what a special place that must be filled with such special people that are willing to just like take you under their wing and help you in that way, you know? Like clearly I hadn't done this before. So, um, you know, both organizations are just filled with such special people and, and girls who really want to help. And mm -hmm. so that was my first kind of break into the NFL, my first kind of sight vision of anything NFL cheerleading related. And I was hooked. I was like, this is, this is incredible to be able to, to dance and do what I love that I haven't done in so long looking like a clown and still people are, are nice to me. Like, so I did that dolphins at the time. I'm not sure if they still do this give out, um, a, a pat, like a free pass to, um, skip the oh, first like, round of audition. Yeah. Do yeah. they still do that? I don't know if they, they did it whenever my like rookie year that I tried out. Okay. So, um, yeah. So did that certainly not on my, first time did they give me that pass because they were like who is this girl she needs to pull it together but after that um I came back and got the pass ended up um deciding to audition and it was incredible so uh auditions for both of them kind of go the same way with prelims semis and finals um you know you go in prelims uh which again I skip that first round, but it's, you go in and you freestyle and they play the music and you really kind of show a little bit about yourself. Um, you slate for them, you know, telling them a the judges a little bit about yourself, what you want them to know before you start dancing. Um, then semis, they teach you a routine. Dolphins um, taught it the night before. I don't know if they, do they still do that? They did that for me and I was so grateful because that's like so my grateful. downfall when I tried out for Cowboys every year. Yeah. I had to learn it and do it in like, you know, like 20 minutes later and I would yeah. like, freak out. Yeah. Dolphins, they taught totally. it the night before and I was like, literally, I don't think I slept. I just did the thing over and over. <laughs> yes. But yeah. And so I was so grateful for that too. That way, that just really, it allowed me to relax so that the mm -hmm. day of I was able to really show my personality. You yeah. know, and I was, um, I which Cowboys is a little bit different because the need to pick up choreography and a lot of choreography is incredibly important. Mm -hmm. um, and with Dolphins, I felt like my audition, I was able to relax and be myself a little bit more because I had that choreo under, you know, kind of under my belt yeah. for a night. Um, so, yeah, that was awesome. And then I came again, the girls, the entire audition process, um, you know, I met some of my best friends, right? Those like first couple of days that I'm still best friends yeah. with. Um, you know, it's just in Allison's wedding and, um, you know, you just, you meet, you meet the people that you will be forever friends with. 
Etta, yeah. who is also a dolphin cheerleader, is dating my husband's business partner. So all of us are just all connected. We stay connected, and and yeah. that's something that really drew me to the NFL is just the the family and the sisterhood, and and it turned out to to carry throughout both teams. As far as Cowboys auditions, um, I oh I think with Dolphins also I was a little bit more relaxed because I had no idea what I was doing or what I was yeah. getting myself into or what I had to lose or what I had to That's you know true. like the I beginning like, like the is, go ahead like when you I was just gonna say like your first time doing something like you said you don't know what to expect so you're just kind of like yeah I got nothing to lose just give it my all and then it's like once you've exactly. gotten the taste of it it's like you get so much more nervous. Mm -hmm. And I saw with dolphins, the like incredible opportunities that I was able to have. We traveled the world going on mm -hmm. um, tours and, you know, got to perform at so many special events and the things we got to do to give back and being in the community and teaching camps and, and then truly meeting some of my best and forever friends. So I went into to Cowboys being like, oh my gosh, like I had that once. Mm -hmm. And if I had the opportunity to do it again, like I really, really want it. And it, and it, so that up the nerves because I knew mm -hmm. what I was getting myself into. What an incredible experience I had yeah. with Dolphins. So um, as far as Cowboys auditions go, um, things are very fast. You know, mm -hmm. you come your first day for prelims. Um, a lot of prep goes into it before, or at least that, you know, my experience was because I was moving and I did, um, you know, I did the travel nursing contract. So I was there already being able to really dive into, you know, all the, all the prep classes that were there. Um, so I did that, but the actual audition process to get to training camp was very, very quick. The one day semis, one day prelims, you go into finals and it's like a whirlwind. It's so fast. So picking up the choreo and and really putting your best foot forward immediately was so important there. So yeah, two totally different experiences. And I think I think I was just, you know, very naive and very just blinded going into dolphins, which I think allowed me to relax a little bit more. Um so yeah, just two totally different experiences, but they both, you know, have their incredible, you know, their incredible things about them. So yeah. How cool that you got to experience both of those and, and have like the same things to take away, like the same really yeah. good things to take away the friendships that, cause I know we've talked about this on, I think every single episode we've recorded, how going into being an NFL cheerleader, you expect one thing and then what you get out of it is something totally different and what is so meaningful in what means more is not what you expected. Like you go in, yep. or at least for me, it's like, Oh, I want to go be on the field and dancing on the field and wearing the sparkly uniform and this and that. And it's all the like surface level things. And then you get in mm -hmm. there and you're like, oh, wait a minute. I didn't know that this would be life changing in the sense that I get to yeah. travel the world. And, you know, like you said, meet your best friends, your future totally. bridesmaids and, like that's, it's just so cool that you got to do that on to like experience that twice. And it's, it's like refreshing to hear that you, ha you can have that same experience on two teams. Cause I feel like a lot of people yeah. have like a really great experience and then a really bad experience, or it's like, everyone always wants to know like, Oh, which one did you like better? But it doesn't have to be that way. It's just, it's great. And you can take away amazing experiences from both. It's just different. 
Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. To, do, again, very different, <laughs> but at the, at the end of the day, the same. <laughs> yeah. We have uh, two questions that have come in and I wanted to read them to both of y'all and, and get your, your feedback and question or your answers from them. Is that cool? Yeah, of course. Is this on the Instagram? Uh, this is on our Facebook. Oh, okay. I was about to say shout out to whoever because I, I I put like Instagram stories super last minute because I forgot. And I was like, if you want to ask a question, that's your chance. <laughs> I actually have an Instagram question as well. So oh, I, cool. I, ha I have three. I have three. So everyone listening, yeah, check us out on YouTube, uh, Bill for the Palms, Facebook, and Instagram. All right, here's the question. Uh, the first one, did you have an extensive background in dance? I don't have a background in dance and feel like that will put me at a big disadvantage. Oh, I'll answer this one because yeah, go I, did for not, it. I did not have a background in dance at all. I danced until I was like maybe six years old. Like I knew like ballet, first position, second position, third position. That was like it. Um, and then I was a competitive cheerleader and I did gymnastics and I was a swimmer for a while. I did track, like I did a bunch of other random things. Um, but competitive cheerleading is very different from dance. And so even whenever I went, got back into like taking dance classes, cause when I kind of had this dream planted in my heart, if you will, I was very intimidated going to a lot of classes because I didn't have the background that a lot of other people had. And my like advice and answer to that question is do not let that deter you from auditioning. Um, I will say like maybe do your research and try to find what team might fit you best based on your background and, um, and kind of what you want out of the team, but absolutely don't let that deter you because I didn't have the background and you just have to find what, once again, I think this is something we talk about, on a lot of the episodes, but you have to find what you can bring to the team and stick with that. So for me, instead of dwelling on the fact that I wasn't a good technical dancer, because let's be real, at the age of 27, when I was on the team, I'm not gonna magically, like no matter how many dance classes I take, no matter how much technique I take, I'm not gonna be at the level of these girls that were dancing their entire life. Like, it's just not going to happen. I can get, I can get better and I can improve. Yeah. But it, it like, don't dwell on the fact that you might not have that to bring to the table. Just find what you can bring to the table and focus on that because there's so many other important things that you can bring to the table. Being an NFL cheerleader or a pro cheerleader, it's not just about dancing. There's so many other things and other areas that you can excel at and bring value to the team. So, um, yeah, I, I, I feel like people, a lot of people get really, what's the word I'm looking for? They like, what's the word I'm looking for? Am I like, like they get really hung up on that. Yeah. Like they get really hung up on the technique and the dance element of it. And, and they let that like keep them from auditioning. Yeah. And yeah, I, I like I'm super passionate about that because I'm like, that was me. Like that was me. I wasn't a super technical dancer, but you, you just have to find what your confidence, what you're confident in, and where your confidence mm -hmm. lies, and what you bring to the table, um, and just focus on that because there's 
there's a there's a spot for you still somewhere if you want it bad enough and you are willing to put in the work. Um, yeah, that's my long winded answer. <laughs> that's good. That's good. You nailed it. <laughs> okay, so go to question two. Yeah, sure. Lauren, do you want to okay. give any input for that? Um, Laura, I I want Lauren to to definitely weigh in here, but the way she was like, that was that was great. I thought was she good. was like. I thought she was like, yeah, I, that's, that's all I, that's, I don't got anything to say uh, additionally to that, <laughs> <Go for it. laughs> but please, if you do, please, we're here to, we're here to hear you, our special guest. My, this is my thing. And anytime people ask me like, what's your one piece of advice or what's your, you know, what, what would you tell somebody who's thinking about auditioning? And my, my one thing that I would tell anybody who's thinking about auditioning is think of this, if you can, think of your audition or you going into this as a football team. A quarterback was never designed to be a linebacker. A linebacker was never designed to be a running back. So if they switched positions, odds are that running back is gonna be a really bad linebacker. Or a or vice versa. Why? Because they weren't designed to do that job. You might not, whoever this listener is, might not be designed to be this extensive, super technical dancer. But maybe you're the person who can do a commercial better than anybody, who could do an interview better than anybody. But you switch those two roles and those people might not be good at those things. So own exactly what you're there to do. Own being a quarterback, own being a running back, own being a linebacker. Because if you were to try to do something else, you might not excel in what you are meant to do. And I just think that's so important because not everybody was designed to be point of the triangle. Not everybody was designed to go to the children's hospital and hold the hand of a patient and say, I'm a nurse. I'm here with you. I know what you're going through. I've seen this and it's okay. The dolphins support you. The Cowboys support you and have the star in their eyes be like, wow. And have that something that, that lasts because I was able to connect with them from that perspective. So whether your background is in dance, whether your background is in speaking, whether your background is whatever that is, own it. Because that spot on the team might be exactly like you might be exactly what they're looking for because they might not be looking for a person with an extensive dance background. I love that. Jenny, uh, maybe you two can go into that uh, a little bit more about like, you know, we go into the dance part of things a lot. Um, We go into the fitness part, but I know that there are like, you've talked about the interview portions of the tryouts. Can you maybe give listeners insight on that a little bit more about, hey, maybe you are not the the best of dancers, but there is that spot for you to be like, oh, they would be the one that, you know, we'd want behind the microphone or so on and so forth. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it. I think it goes back to kind of what Lauren said. It like a football team, it takes everyone working together to make a good team and all the different mm-hmm. positions as different as they all are, it's the same thing with a, with a cheer team. Like the girl that I'm, I'm thinking literally of like specific P 
people on the team with me. Like one's an amazing technical dancer. And then another one is great with kids and leads all the, all the clinics. And then there's someone, like you said, that's great at interviews and you put them in front of the camera and not anyone is the same as anyone else, because then it would be, imagine if you had a team of amazing, perfect technical dancers, but they were all like really shy and maybe didn't want to get in front of a TV ever, or like didn't really like kids. Then it's like, or vice versa, or one of the, one of those, you know, segments. Then it's like, you have a whole team of like, that's just not going to work. You need a little bit of everything. So um, go ahead. No, go ahead. I, I also just think that it's really important as far as the people who look up to the girls that are on this team to know that they're real, you know, like Mm -hmm. I remember watching a show um, and watching like the call me maybe video and watching, you know, just things from both teams and just being like, my gosh, like they're so pretty. They have it all together. Like their makeup's perfect. They probably never get a breakout. They probably, and I think to be able to, to be able to speak and to be able to communicate at the same time while lifting and building people. Can you hear me? Mm-hmm. Okay, you're good. By, by lifting and building people up, I think that's so important. Yeah. And I think, you know, to, to whoever this listener is that is worried about their dance background, I do think, you know, that in, in some regard it is important, but like being real and being raw and being somebody who can, in a professional way, put their, put their heart out there and say, this is me. You know, I, I think part of the interview that's most important, of course, your knowledge is important of the team and history and everything like that, but it's also being a real person and being able to connect with fans and people in the community and, and other professionals, the women on the team, being able to connect with them on a personal level and be a, a, somebody that the organization knows is going to love people well. And I think that's something that sometimes goes unnoticed in the NFL. I mean, I'm sorry, in, um, you know, when we discuss the NFL, but it's something that is so valued by the NFL. Yeah. And I, and I, I would encourage anybody who's going to audition to think about not just the facts when you're going, you know, through your interview prep, but like, how can I show who I am? Mm -hmm. How can I show that I'm going to be a good teammate, that I'm loyal, that I love people, that I love my community, that I want to give back, that it's not just about putting on a uniform, putting on those stars, putting on you know, my, the dolphins boots, whatever it is, that it's not just about that to me, that it's not just to have this on my resume, that it's not just to 20 years from now, say I was an NFL cheerleader, but to audition to say, how can I make a difference for these two, three, four, five years? Like, how can I change the world? How can I change this team? How can I change the NFL and make it a better place? Yeah, that's so true. I love that. And I think people get so caught up in trying to be this perfect like interview a perfect example mm-hmm. like think about what what do they want to hear what's the answer that they want to hear like no forget that like what be authentic like let them yeah. see you for who you really are and i think that it took me a while to get to that point where i was like oh wait i can actually be myself 
and that's what you want. Like, it sounds so silly because like, but it's, I think I spent so many years auditioning, trying to be this perfect little robot that wanted to answer those questions perfectly. And mm -hmm. it pretty much everything that you just said. And it's when you kind of have that mindset, it changes everything. It makes it better for the team. It makes it better for you. It's just a better experience all around. And mm -hmm. it lets them see you for who you really are. Yeah. And it, and it makes a huge difference. I remember one of my interviews and I can't, now that I'm thinking about it, I can't remember which interview it was. I remember saying, I feel like this is what you would probably want to hear, but I'm just going to put it out there. Yeah. And how freeing is that yeah. to, to, to be in something that many people think this is what my answer should be. And mm -hmm. to just be like, I'm just going to be me. I'm just going to yeah. be real. I'm going to be raw. How, I feel like that is unique. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's rare to just put it out there and just be you because it's, because at some point, no matter how you cut it, your true self is going to come out, period. Like you're exactly. the most, why, why hide it? Yes. You're going to, you're in the most trying, like mentally and emotionally and physically draining and tough thing you'll probably may ever go through mm -hmm. on no sleep. Like your memory is tested. You're physically exhausted. So you're gonna you you it's are gonna, gonna happen at some point. Yeah. <laughs> like so you're gonna crack. Be, Everyone's gonna exactly. see the real you. <laughs> yes. So might as well be you from the beginning and just love people authentically and let them love who you really are. Yeah, that's so true. Joe, do we have time for the other questions? Yeah. Um the I second we'll, one we'll, I told you we'll go on a rant and we'll just talk for like an hour <laughs> if you don't if you don't no no shut no, us up. no no Y'all weren't, uh, you all weren't blabbing. You, you guys, that was all quality, top notch Good. info. So I was, I was letting y'all just quality keep at content. It. Perfect. Quality, We're doing that's great. Right. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Um, well, this, the second person, I'll, I'll bring it up. They, they said they, they loved your story. They, uh, LOL, they commented this when you were talking about like going to Walmart for the makeup and, and oh. all that stuff. Um, but y'all have kind of touched on it. Is there anything else uh, that you experienced where, unless you've been through the process that y'all have, um, you know, someone that hasn't yet would not know about? Is there anything else that maybe you haven't talked about that you're like, eh, you probably wouldn't know unless you've been there? This is a little more surface, but I didn't know there was a test. So there's a test. So know that. Um, it's, you know, but for both teams, history, um, you know, current players, recent draft picks, that kind of thing. Um, but yeah, I remember for Dolphins, them literally handing us a test. And I was like, oh, this is cute. What's this handout? And I was like, this is so cute. What is this? Yeah. What is this? <laughs> yeah. So that was fun. Um, I don't know, Jenny, anything that you can think of? I'm trying to think of things that like they don't really tell you. I mean, I think a lot of it is kind of like you said, surface level things. Like I think just do your research, like find out what, whatever team it is that you're auditioning, like 
follow the girls on Instagram. What what do they wear? Like what do they like? I don't want like don't don't try to be don't that. Wear a like, that's defeating the purpose of this whole thing. But just you know. Okay, wear a leotard. Uh, a one piece. <laughs> don't do that. Don't wear a leotard. Don't wear a leotard. Yeah, no, but maybe don't like. Want- no point shoes. No point shoes. No point shoes. You can leave those at home. Won't we? Won't be needed. You can leave those at home. Um, no, no. I, would, I would say if you are auditioning for a certain team, don't be afraid to like DM someone on that team. Oh yeah, totally. Say, hey, I'm auditioning for the team. You got any tips? Like you'd be. Uh, girls did that to me. I was so willing to share the advice. So many people on teams are very, very willing to share their knowledge and and be helpful. I would definitely say do that. Um, just be prepared for like a huge commitment. Like it's it's a very it's it's exhausting. I mean, you practice till midnight sometimes, and it's it's a lot. I mean, I think the commitment level might shock some people, not knowing how much really is involved. Um, football knowledge. I love, I love what you said. Uh, we haven't said that about just being bold, and you had talked about following the girls that are on the team and seeing what their vibe is and yada, yada. But you didn't say, we haven't said yet, like be brave and, and slip into their DMS and be like, Hey, yeah. Oh my God. Do it. Like the, the choreographer, the coach, like do it all be bold. Like, Hey, I'm trying out for your team. I just wanted you to know who I am. Like, like mm. if you were interviewing for a yeah. job, if you're, if you applied for a job and you see the person on LinkedIn, you're probably going to message them, right? Hey, I just, I just, here's my resume. I just applied for this job. You're going to do everything you can to try to get in front of that person. This is no different. So yeah, be bold. Like if it's going to let them notice you, reach out to them and just say, Hey, here I am. You know, I'm, and the girls are willing to help. So so willing to help. Like you can slide into either of our DMS. We'd be more than happy to answer any questions that you have. Um, because I wish I had that. Yeah. You know, I wish I, I could have gone to someone and been like, oh, I'm not supposed to wear a leotard in a bun. Okay. So, great. I'm glad to know that. Great. You know, so I, yeah. So I do, I definitely feel like that, you know, that would have been helpful. And the other thing, and I guess this is I, maybe general interview knowledge, but never leave your interview without asking them a question. If it's appropriate, mm-hmm. obviously use your you know social cues. But in my first interview for Dolphins, Emily was our director at the time, and uh, she actually lives in Texas now. Um, but she was our she was our Dolphins director, and I remember looking at her saying, "If as the director." What could I do, not just to meet your expectations as a tra- as a candidate for this team, but to excel beyond those expectations in a very humble way? Uh, what 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 should I be doing right now that would make you not just look at me as a good candidate, but say I have to have her on the team? And so to be able to to bring something like that to your interview, and again in a very humble way of saying. I just, I want to do whatever is necessary to, to be me, to make it on this team. And I, I I would very much encourage anybody that's going to audition, whether you slide into somebody's DMs or do it in your interview, ask them, just say, what are you looking for? How, how can I present myself as a good candidate for this team? 
going along with what you guys are looking for. Yeah, I think that's huge. And that goes a long way. They'll remember it. And mm -hmm. not only will they remember you and, and that'll help you stand out in, in, in a sense of like, oh, I remember her. But if you're going to ask that question now, imagine what type of person you'll be on the team. And that's probably right. what they're going to be thinking. She's already asking what she can do to make this team and to exceed our expectations. Once she makes the team, you know, it just shows the kind of drive that you're going to have to continue to want to improve. Right. And I think that's, yeah, I think that's huge. That's so important. So I don't think having, I ever did that though. <laughs> uh, I actually can put my two cents on this because having a background in uh, show business and auditioning and things like that, yeah. um, I can attest to Lauren's point there that that is very powerful but I do want to like magnify and harp on the fact that she said like, be genuine, you know, mm -hmm. use your, your social awareness. Um, Certainly. Because yeah. if you can not only ask the question, but not sound either like a robot or awkward, but be a person that, cause you have to keep in mind too, that these people while you're trying out are also saying to themselves, do I want to spend a lot of time with this person? Yeah. Because yeah. no matter how talented you are, whether you're a, a, you know, snobby, stuck up, whether you're awkward, whether you're whatever you are, you know, first and foremost, they're probably thinking, do I want to have this girl in my practices and games and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So um, we have another Instagram question. Um, or our first Instagram, but our third question, I think you all will laugh at this one. Lauren might, <laughs> I, I'm assuming might know this person maybe. Oh gosh. What is, oh my, Lauren might know this person. <laughs> <laughs> so the question for everyone in the other room. <laughs> yeah. For everyone uh, listening and not watching on YouTube or Facebook, um, at David Leonard, uh, the, uh, Lauren's husband said, when are you getting a second dog? Not soon enough. <laughs> it, we just got I, our first puppy. Could I assume Where's that? Where's Go get him. <laughs> okay, hold on. I'll get him. <laughs> As uh, Lauren gets Teddy, uh, Jenny will um, start to just wrap up the conversation. But I want to publicly say how impressed I am with your, your muscle-ups. So everyone out there... Uh, Jenny not only can do pull-ups, but she can actually get get her body over the pull-up bar. She's and such then, a rock star. I know, right? She's a fit lady. All right, let's see this dog. Oh, my goodness. Look at this cutie. Teddy boy. Let's, hey, let's get a, get a, get a close-up here on Teddy. Do I need to get beans now? Oh, my yeah, goodness. Yeah, Denton, will you bring me beans? We're having a puppy party. <laughs> everyone everyone listening uh, on a podcast platform, you know, feel free to hop on over to Minute they have 47. To come, yeah, they have to come see now. Yeah, yeah. You got to come mm -hmm. to Minute 47 of this interview and you can now see all the dogs uh, from Minute 47 and on. Um, <laughs> but so Lauren, cute. how did you end up from – oh, wait. Is the other dog – okay, the other dog's here. Let me just – <laughs> <laughs> Beans and Teddy oh, still boy. need to have a puppy play date. I know. <laughs> Can't even see his face. Oh, he's so cute, Teddy. We, boy, we need to get. Puppy. We need to get a. Uh, <laughs> what is this? Beans. 
We need beans. a better we need a better ring light or spotlight for beans over there. I know. He's just so dark. It's hard to Here. He's been out in, he's been out in the sun tanning. Oh, there. Oh, there. Oh. Oh, can he even can he see past those eyebrows? I don't know. I need to get him groomed so bad. Poor dog. Someone call pet con someone call uh PETA on you or pet control or somebody. Can't even see over there. All right. Well, this is epic. This is an epic way to conclude the interview. I'm uh, writing down this timestamp right now so that we make sure to highlight this on our Instagram, all these dogs. Uh, most important. Okay, your your dog, your dog is your still wait, Jenny, is your dog still there? Yeah, he's just in my lap. All right, let's do let's do a, a waving, like a, a waving. Oh, okay. Wait, hold on. <laughs> All right. That I think is uh no better way to end the episode uh than dog dog waving. So Oh my uh, gosh, this is Lauren, so cute. Thanks so much for being on Bill for the Palms podcast. Uh really appreciate yes, your time. Thank coming, you so much coming for straight having me. Yeah, coming straight from work, being a uh, nurse superhero over there. So thanks, thanks for that as well. Thanks, guys. All right, we'll uh, hope to talk to you soon later. All right, Jenny Smith, there it is, episode uh, episode six. Right? Let that me let six? me pull up the other background. There it is, it, six. Um, six. Okay, I did it. You did an Instagram. So, yeah, Boy, and you're like episode. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, that was another great one, jam-packed of uh, great info and just, you know, laughs and smiles, which we we always love. So, all right, uh, next one, episode seven, going to be coming at you pretty quickly. And everyone that's listening, thanks again for tuning in to Built for the Palms podcast. You can check us out at Built for the Palms on the gram. Um, you can go to the website, builtforthepalms.com. And uh, we'd love for you to try our one-on-one uh, -on -one online training platform. You don't just follow a program, but you get to talk to your own coach, get feedback, ask questions. And, uh, yeah, we'd love for you to join the squad. All right. Yeah. Bye, Jenny. <laughs> Later. <laughs>